Good evening, friends, and welcome back to the Front Porch. My name is Dennis Rogers, and I'm joined once again by Michael Daniels. How's it going, Mike? How's your Monday? Well, the zombie plague hasn't got me. The zombies haven't broken into the, the, the lower <laughs> gates yet, so we're we're doing okay. I'm uh, Still... stocking up on... Uh, I broke down my fence for extra you know, vampire steaks today, so I think we're okay. Okay. Our, our, our uh, quarantine is me. still in effect here. That seems and like you could just County. you could just break break the legs off some of your chairs and oh yeah that's true or... that's true of course my my, wet... my chairs are mostly like these computer chairs I guess though so mm-hmm. hey hey happy uh, May the fourth buddy oh yeah it's that Star Wars thing I don't want to say it the wrong way then Disney will own everything we say so oh that's right they may already just that's decide they're going to own this podcast not, and that's still a joke anymore <laughs> but if disney's interested in buying us i, I wouldn't say we're gonna sell but no. <laughs> uh yes yeah, the... su- suddenly the, the the podcast will shift to just heaping praise on star wars and pixar and <laughs> that's, that's right marvel marvel things uh, right. stuff that we nothing like what we talk about now. I'll, already do anyway <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly the i, I had seen uh, a couple of people who were like podcasting or uh run websites or whatever uh, what's the thing that like uh i almost said imager like uh, instagram and things that they're mm. they're like lifelong hardcore disney fans which that's a that's not just a, a real thing that's a a big thing right that people sure are of course and uh like i always forget like there's so many good things out there in the world like that that like this is my thing i love my thing i get excited about the thing and i'm like yeah that's that's kind of cool that, you know, my thing is obviously video games and movies. Um, mm-hmm. But there's so many other things out there that are fun and good and interesting in the world. And it's really cool to see people get into their own little happy, healthy things. Right. Sure. So long as it's so long as it's healthy. As long as it's healthy. Thing. Right. You know, like the the one I was looking at the other day is this this lady is and her family like they obviously they're they go to Disney a lot. But they're like, oh, a new she's like a new headband for my hair like mickey ears came out and i really really want it and i can't wait till they come out with the new releases of the mini headbands from this one series and i'm like that's something i never would have thought that there are different series of mini headbands but there are we talk about patch notes and you know different versions stick with a if you stick with a game for a long time like if you play you know any of the any of the competitive PVP games, the MOBAs, you know, heart, the card games, Hearthstone, and um, uh, or um, what am I thinking of? The shooters, the oh, like Overwatch Call, and things like that. Call, yeah. Call of Duty, Overwatch. Uh, yeah. What's the other one? Some of those Tom Clancy ones even are big. The yeah, you talk about every little detail about PUBG everything and right? Fortnite and all that. Like, yeah, you're always watching for. You're always watching for. For some new thing, yeah, and you always see, like the the new Baby Yoda things are out, you know, stuff like that. Right. You know, it's it's, yeah. it's all it's all good. Like it's just a, it's good seeing, like I said, nice healthy hobbies and and the the range of things that we can do in this age. It's not all just like football, basketball, and sure, you know, sure, cooking or whatever it might be. Oh man, so uh, we have Dennis and I are probably do some still COVID stuff because I although things are relaxing in the world. Um, we're still here in Indiana. We're still uh, we're coming. we're slowly starting to to phase back out into uh, what I assume will be wave two. 
Well, but, well, uh, well okay. that's, <laughs> nice, that's yeah. a whole that, <laughs> right. that's a whole that's a whole different thing. But um, right. I feel like our our social midweek um, activities were kind of light last week. Maybe I think that because I I didn't. You didn't play the Tuesday game, did you? Did I? I I haven't in the last couple weeks actually, but. That, that's yeah, been that's been a, a a school thing though, but I don't think I did either. Or if I did, I don't remember it, which means it must not have been that good. Right, um, right. I did. I did get in to the uh, to the movie on Thursday, which was Clue, and I say that I got into the movie because I got into the Discord chat where the movie was being watched. I <laughs> was was not really able to watch the movie because my internet's so poor, uh, right. and at least two or three other devices in my house were streaming something else. So uh, that was fun. But yeah, that was um, that one. I can't talk too much about because I had just finished my entire semester, massive <laughs> class project that day that I've been that's right. intensely dealing with for four or five weeks yeah, or no yeah. longer than that. And uh, I blew off some steam with uh, some, Concoctions yep. of my own making. Yeah, yeah. That was that was entertaining for me, even if I couldn't watch the game, watch the movie more than a couple frames at a time. Um, <laughs> did you? Uh, I do know. I remember Yvette. I definitely remember Yvette. Was, was <laughs> right, good. right. The maid. Yeah. Uh, did you watch the um, the Parks and Rec reunion? Yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, that's right. You weren't you, on for that when we, we all watched you, that. You one guys, tonight. you guys watched that together. I meant to put that on our list of topics, and I and I forgot. Um, right. So that's, if that's a big one, if you somehow haven't heard about this, um, NBC and the cast of of Parks and Rec, Parks and Recreation, um, put together a reunion episode where they are all playing their characters, social distancing, uh, stuck at home. Yeah. Um, Which was pretty great and, and very gonna, well done. We're going to talk about it a little bit, so if you want to see it and haven't yet, you could skip ahead to the next chapter here. Yeah. Um, wh- what did you think about that? I I thought it was so well done. Like they did, like they didn't miss a beat. I don't think there was only one. It, a little felt a little odd, but everyone was so right. Like they were just doing this. Ever like it was their actual characters perfectly. They, they got so many people for it, which I you know I guess it's. A lot easier in this day and age when it, or not day and age, but in this time when everybody's stuck at home, it's probably pretty easy to get commitments from people. Yeah, they can't um, go out and be on set and trying to get other jobs and things like that. Yeah, right? and it's you know, I don't know how much of it was done live. You know, it's all edited and everything. But yeah, oh, it's um, definitely yeah. It, that, that's something to talk about. If you haven't seen this, you're still listening. It wasn't actually live. It was definitely an edited show where they recorded right. from home but they you know probably did and so it's takes. just you know to get any given person they're like hey can you talk into the camera that you use for zoom meetings right now for uh you know f- you know for for five ten minutes worth of worth of scene you know can you give us an hour for a few takes yeah um, right right and, and so i do that and they you know they fell back on a lot of the old jokes and old tropes which is a little you know it doesn't hold up if you think about it too much this this whole group of friends who no longer are all stuck in the same jobs and everything they definitely would have drifted apart but yeah. um in this 
in this time for what they're trying to do, you know, it's, it was a, a charity event and just a, you know, sort of lift people's spirits kind of thing. I think it was very, very well done. And I think um, there are some sort of emotional moments toward the end with uh, uh, Nick Offerman and, and Rob Lowe that seemed a little too genuine to me to be, to be straight acting. Yeah. Uh, and that, that made it all the more, but I mean, they showed the special in the half hour before uh, from 2018 or 19, something called Paley Fest. They had a bunch of interviews and, and stuff from the from the cast and follow up. And you know that, you know, a group of people working together on the same the same show, the same creative thing through the the journeys that these characters went on that lasted for like at least eight years Um you know, you're going to have some connections. You're going to have some some real emotion there, which is right. nice to to just to be witness to. The uh, my, some of my favorite things. Well, for my favorite, I'll, I'll say the one bad thing, and I say it very lightly as bad mm-hmm. was I, I wasn't a big fan of. Um, oh, was it Cone? I mean, I'm glad they brought up the Cones of Dunshire, but uh, <laughs> what, what's that? What's that actor? Um, Adam Scott. Adam Scott. I, I mean, I've never been a big Adam Scott family anyway, uh, fan anyway, except for that show, maybe. Uh, okay. But man, he have all of them. They all look really great for 10 years later. He looks way different. Like for some reason to me, he just looked, he's, he's lost. He, it feels like a lot of weight. He had like, he had like a weird camera angle and some yeah. strange lighting. I don't know if that was a little bit intentional. I know people are probably dealing with, you know, what they have i mean i assume you know most actors have access to at least at least as good of equipment as your average uh uh you know, right but he may not i mean maybe whatever, he's but... like not a techie guy right like and doesn't use any of that at home and yeah that could be maybe you can't i know that um this is a maybe a, an anecdote for later but it's webcams are really hard to find right now <laughs> yeah, shouldn't shouldn't be true. surprising but i feel like you know 10 years ago people were throwing them away they were everywhere and now like every laptop has one built in and everybody has a phone or an ipad with a good camera on it i'm like why yeah they probably scaled back production for everybody that's not a not a streamer right there's probably a, a handful of streamers keeping that market alive but right now suddenly literally everyone needs a webcam um you know if they don't have yeah and heck have now if you're going to spend if you're going to spend upwards of six hundred dollars for a camera or a nice professional thing for a streaming you do buy just an iphone and you mount it right That's, yeah or you get a or you get an actual video camera that connects into the ports or whatever. right but um but anyway yeah, yeah so, he, so who knows, knows he, the, the, but so he looked he looked a little off to me and it, it, he just looked like oh he's he's grown in 10 years he's a different person right uh but the rest of them holy cow they they look so great they are acting right on i mean they had joan calamezzo even that was so great <laughs> um but i i thought that the the steal of the show what one is they played bye bye little sebastian which is you know that was an easy win to, to get yeah, for anybody of uh and uh, bye bye, little Sebastian and Tom Haverford. Just uh, Aziz Ansari, like he was that guy all over again. He was Tom all right. over again. Like he didn't miss a beat. I was like, that dude was it. Like he gets on and he's like, treat yourself and 
was like, oh, yeah, just so just the same the same jokes, which is exactly I think what people wanted. Oh, of course. I mean, you're not going to start a whole new thing, and you're just going to like no. do one more thing. Which, and then obviously, I I really enjoyed uh, Nick Offerman with uh, his wife, like his real life wife, which is <laughs> right, Tammy too. Right. Tammy and too. They had Tam. They had just did a little Tammy too thing in the background. That I w- was perfect. I was bummed that they didn't uh, work Lucy Lawless in there somewhere. Maybe she was. They didn't. There. Right. They, they didn't say. What, he, did he say anything about Diane? Yeah, he did mention Diane, his wife, right? She was somewhere with the girls, right? That right, was the right. whole, or she right. was off finding better rope to tie up Tammy or something. But but they did they did wonderful, like very natural, normal ways to explain why they aren't all in, the, like even some of them in the same room at all. Right. Like uh, they did, it was great that they had Andy locked himself in the shed. Um, which again fits character really great. They had Anne; she's a nurse, so they're self quarantining in different parts of the of the house. Right, excellent. Right. And uh, um, Amy Poehler was in, at the office in a different place than than what uh, uh, Adam Scott was in. So they right. they had really great reasons that felt very natural. Yeah, yeah. So I, I liked it. I, I dug it a whole lot. Um, I was I was wondering like when you weren't there on the show I was like of all people Dennis isn't here and I thought well of course this is definitely one of those things that you watch with your family with other people yeah, you know there's that a, loves this thing there is a short list of shows that um, have appeal across myself my parents and most of my siblings shall we say yeah um, just a you know variety of different tastes right like there are not a lot of movies that both uh, my brother Andrew and my mom both want to watch right um and parks and rec is one of those that bridge the gap like there are a handful that really love the office right oh yeah sure i like the office it's not my favorite of all time but i you know i quote it a lot and uh, my brother david is a huge fan bigger fan than i am um but it's a little it has more Stuff that's difficult to watch, shall we say? Yeah. Well, uh, city has people like to say, um, but but Parks is one that is it's more accessible in that way. Like the For sure. the the lows that it has, the difficult, hard to watch stuff is not as low as the lows in in the office, and mm-hmm. and that's one that that um, my mom. My sisters got my mom started watch. I think they started in season two when Adam Scott and Rob Lowe show up. But a year or two ago, started watching. And so we've watched all of it at least once and a good chunk of it more than once. Every so often, if we can't decide on something to watch, you know, I'll go into go into Plex and hit shuffle and like, just give me a random Parks and Rec episode. That'll be, that'll be fine. And when the group was planning to watch together remotely i was like uh, i should see if i can get my family in on this and <laughs> um and then <laughs> i wisely thought better of trying to you know cast discord onto a tv and then be in discord but have everybody muted and not talking because i didn't want you know that with my family you know all in the same room like that would have been weird also and so what I did was I signed up for the free trial of Hulu Plus Live TV. Oh, okay. Which is, you know, it's Hulu. Their inter- interface is terrible. And um, 
But that gave me live TV, which we could have probably worked with an antenna, but we haven't used the antenna in like five years. And the the new one that's up on the roof is not hooked up. So I'm like, you know, I'm just going to sign up for a thing. We'll do it over streaming. And boy, man, I I forgot how bad commercials are. (laughs) And 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 commercials in the time of COVID-19 are so much worse. They're so worse, right? They're so, so bad, so emotionally heavy over the most trivial things. And I'm like, oh, no, just stop. We were we were fortunate that that's when we would make sure that Trotsky would pause the sound and all of us would start then quipping and talking and doing whatever. Sure, so, sure. The, so yeah. we, we spent our, our commercial time we, doing that and then it was we, back on. We did, we did a fair amount of that, too. Right. But, but uh, the, the, yeah, I, I will say that— family and then— that they that they got they did get me to to donate which you know, it's a great cause anyway but the mm-hmm. um uh, you know doing something like this I think yes this is a perfect thing like you want to get people to do something you know raise awareness raise awareness you know they should be what's it called rewarded not rewarded but Commended. the thing they're doing should should succeed you should you should show like hey you go out and spend your extra time to do something and hope to hope that other people will respond for a positive thing that you should respond with a positive thing and do yeah you know support that so i was i i was happy to um but uh hopefully they did really well i didn't know if we get to see something afterwards hopefully they they made it money we the the live tv thing was really weird because so few of us in our group actually have live tv and which is cool that was kind of eye-opening and what's funny is that what we call like the one percenters of our group, the people who like spend money on everything and seem to have everything are the only people that have live TV because, Oh yeah. The, the monthly, the monthly rate for Hulu plus live TV is like $54. Yeah. Like, and YouTube TV is not cheap anymore either. And that's like, yeah, they're all around that, that price range. And that's all the live TV part. Like the basic, uh, Hulu part of it is like Netflix. It's like, ten dollars a month yeah um and i'm like that's so much to pay for something with so much ads in it i know so much ads isn't that crazy like they get so much money for ad revenue i mean a ton of money for ad revenue and yet they charge so much money for that service from their people have to charge so much it's it's kind of mind-boggling it it is and and that's clearly an old model that, an old model that, sure. that's you know they're they're still trying to, to to do and the more and more i was like i really want to encourage people to stop you know feeding mm-hmm. into that model just because that's what what you did through life and there's no reason cut the yeah. cord I, i've cut the cord i'm easy three years now and i can't like this is the very first time where i've been like oh i missed a thing like i did have to struggle with how am i going to watch the super bowl but then mostly it's streamed everywhere it's streamed and, you know, somewhere, yeah. Right, and and if I want to watch, if I want to watch something like an NFL game or a sports thing, then I get a package to watch that thing, right? That's what yeah. I get. Yeah. But get get paying a large and five times the amount of what you pay for something like Netflix or Disney Plus to watch something that's on a random schedule that you don't get to pick, that you yeah. don't get any say in, is just ridiculous. I mean, it's it's weird. Uh, so speaking of speaking of streaming services, you're not. Uh, are you caught up on Westworld? I am not caught up in Westworld. We are okay. going to have to to, to watch. How about um, Avenue Five? 
Yeah, yeah. I watched. I finally did catch up with that one. That's uh, something, right? That show. It's weird. It's very weird. Uh, so we're talking about the HBO dark comedy sci-fi yeah. um, uh, uh, Avenue Five with Hugh Laurie and a handful of people from The Office. Uh, and Olaf, Andy Buckley, and and yeah, Josh Gad. Josh Gad. Um, so I, I'll tell you the hard. You know what's hard? We're going to talk it? about the story and and conclusion. So I, I have the bell. I didn't hit it okay. earlier. But the, the bing. I I'll tell you what's what's hard about this is actually talking about it in a positive way because if anyone hears me say that and then goes watches like the first three episodes, they're going to lose every respect for me <laughs> for my opinion. Yeah. This, this one is, I mean, having seen the whole thing, I sort of understand the tone of the beginning. Like it's really going for a, a weird, definitely dark comedy kind of tone. Um, but it does that sort of all over the place. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. I mean, having and, seen the whole thing, I'm like, no, they were always kind of doing this this way. But when it starts in the beginning, like, you get a different idea of it. And, and maybe that's intentional. You know, it's like there are these people on this cruise ship and they think everything is great, mostly fine, except for this one couple who are bickering the whole time. And then just gradually over time things keep unraveling and and becoming worse well i think i think this definitely has this is this is the best way i can say about when recommending the show which i think at the end of the day i do recommend the show but the is that uh it is it has a really solid feeling of star trek season one the next generation like <laughs> okay it, right like you watch it now and you're like oh man they yeah there's there's data there and there's Riker and there's Picard, but it's nothing like Picard from season two, three, four, five, six, seven, right? It's it's not the yeah. same. It's Picard, but not. They haven't really figured out the writers and the actor haven't figured out what they're doing here and what how they have an idea, but just kind of an outline. And that's how I think a lot of this feels like because as you get through episode, I think there's like eight episodes or something like. Mm-hmm. five or something you you start to realize that oh the the uh the karen character is falling into her character she's not she's not as written not only she's not as written as grading she's also not as acting grading the couple that argues and bickers the whole time yeah they still argue and bicker but not with this overacting kind of way that they did for the first four episodes mm. Right, the sure. first four episodes, everything was dialed to eleven. It felt like, yeah, right, yeah, very like, um, you know, a lot of stereotypes, a lot of really flat, two dimensional or maybe one dimensional kind of kind of characters. You're like, oh, this is this kind of guy. This is this kind of guy. Like, yeah, um, uh, what's his name? Who's Jared on? on the office or yeah. no Jared in, no, in Silicon Valley or yeah. Gabe in the office. I can't think of that actor's name. Yeah. Um, he always plays the same kind of awkward guy. I yeah. mean, there are some variations, but it's really just his personality is a good fit for the part. So he's fine, but like 
Hugh Laurie is playing like the most, uh, the most self, the most insecure character I've ever seen him play. Right. Sure. Like he normally is. I mean, and I say normally, mostly I've just seen uh, House, Doctor House, his right. hospital show um, from the early two thousands. And so I'm used to seeing him in that as that kind of character, and he's playing such a such a fragile, insecure character in this show that's it's a little it's a little weird. But but he's also the, playing charming, like he's he's hired to be charming, a little and insecure. a little bit endearing, which is yeah, is just completely out of what I'm used to seeing him play. And right. and yeah, the characters all start out as these kind of as these kind of punchlines, these kind of jokes. And then over time become a little more complex, a little more um, nuanced, fleshed out and fleshed out. Um, But still, I don't know, still the, the sort of like, it's just a weird thing. Like, like maybe this is just what dark comedy is, but so much of it is like just horrific things happening in comical ways, which is yeah. Just, they they, they definitely so did that. Let's put let's put a weird thing in here and then let them deal with it type thing. Yeah, yeah, and and, and I think that it feels like the the director or the writers met with the actors maybe a week before they ever started even mm. shooting, and they were like, okay, real quick, we got we don't have a lot of time here. Your character is charming. Uh, but insecure. Okay, we're moving on to the next thing. Your character is you, you like two keywords, and then that's what you are, right? And and then they only saw the script yesterday, so they kind of got to go with it. <laughs> and then and then now we're four weeks into filming, and we're on our fourth episode. The writers have had more time. They've had it. They've at the 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 lunch table. They've gotten together. You know, they they have seen future scripts, and now they're like, okay. This character isn't just a womanizer ex-astronaut. He's like kind of a a chummy buddy kind of guy too around normal people, but he's still a womanizer, right? Like they, the actors and the writers have had time to make these like actual things. Uh, So that's why later on they start to be more enjoyable. And all of the characters have their little hooks that, you enjoy seeing them on the screen when they, they come up because it's like, oh, yeah, this is this is this. I would say the one most consistent is the 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 lady engineer that's in that's sure, kind of the one really. in charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She seems as an actress and as a character pretty consistent throughout the whole thing. Yeah. She's the she's the straight man character. Right? Yeah. Like she definitely she's, is. She's ground. Everybody around her is is crazy or incompetent or whatever. And she's the sort of between between her and and iris who every so often or like when you said you had finished the show or something i went looking for a gif of any of the times josh gad yells iris and i couldn't find one (laughs) right iris iris is another one too actually iris and josh gad's character like they evolved together because Mm -hmm. like i don't you know again you get the, the the one or two word descriptions of what iris is in the first two episodes and that's who she is and same with josh gad's character and you're like i hate both of these characters i hate all of these characters <laughs> yeah and then and then you realize as it goes along and they add more that josh gad's character is so dependent on her and 
lives life through her and then her life is centered around all of his actions and you're like oh okay these two work and i get them now because you know he's tolerable because he's a little he's a big baby that she takes care of (laughs) you know but it just shown that without context was really jarring and i don't like it right yeah they took a took a while to to build that stuff up right And, and and so if you are watching this show the first couple episodes are the most basic kind of introduction to everything. It and was weird. It was weird to watch it a week at a time. I think it's probably better binged. And it definitely is not going to have that thing that I complain about with Westworld or Heroes or a handful of shows where the first season is so big and so good that every season after that is kind of disappointing. Yeah, um, right. Because this is, it was so all over the place in the first season and then ends on this massive cliffhanger that you're like, well, it's got to keep going to, to get anywhere. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, or, I agree. Yeah. It just gets canceled. And I, I hope not because I, I, you know, I, I want Iris to stick around and, and we don't, we don't know about her fate. So, right, right. That, that's the thing. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, hopefully, hopefully it does because I think that a, a season two could turn this into a, um, I, I'm getting ready to say a show that I uh, can't remember the name of, and I'm trying to say I like it. Um, uh, the uh, McFarland show, Star oh, Trek. The Orville. The Orville. Yeah, it's like the Orville thing. It's like, man, give them another season, and they could make something of this, right? And mm-hmm. and maybe this will go somewhere. Uh, but, yeah, it, I will say the, the other downside to season one of this show, Avenue 5, is that uh, it does go. You don't know where it's going, right? I don't know. Yeah where what is happening i mean i know what's happening but is it just a tragedy from minute to minute yeah the, for the entire the series least, you know the orville at least i think knew what it was trying to do even if i it took me a while to figure that out right. um they were just trying to be star trek without breaking any uh uh ip making any ip violations or um you know or just remaking Star Trek. They were just doing Star Trek kind of storytelling um, in, you know, 2016 or whatever. Yeah, right. Sure, yeah. Um, with more, with not quite as much optimism. But as optimism without as much uh, fantasy. Fake optimism, I guess, maybe. Yeah, yeah the like, right. the, the you know, the dream of like, you know the things are going to be this way but we're we're just gonna the the sort of places where star trek's optimism sort of falls flat where you're like okay yeah i see what you were trying to do in the 90s but it yeah in even even just by the late 2010s we're like oh yeah that's and so you're like well we would be if our civilization survives for another 200 years we'll be so far beyond that um that it won't even be A thing and we won't still be making jokes about how people used to smoke or something oh all right oh and avenue five definitely has the thing about another show we're going to talk about here there on the on the, on the show is that uh it has the don't think too hard about it like mm-hmm. uh, with everything that happens in there like it especially in the end like a character gets to the ship from earth and you're like wait what like it takes how long for them to get back? Years and years. Yet they just like in a yeah, couple the, hours. I, I'm not a I'm not an 
an astrophysicist, but they seem to be playing very loose with the laws of physics. Like, really loose. My, my only thing I kept thinking about, like, they got room for one person, right? So yeah. it's just like 350 trips, right? That's all they got to do. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, presumably it's too expensive. But well, it's people's lives for like ten years, and they've also got like one, uh, several of the richest billionaire trillionaires ever. Well, that's that's right. True. That's that's why they flew up there to bring him back, right? And and everybody else on there on right. there is screwed. It's that that oh, kind of deal. Like and since um, we're in the spoiler territory, there like altered that carbon. episode where they just like keep murdering everybody out the airlock. What was happening? <laughs> that's that's what I mean with dark comedy. Right. You're like, oh, it's not real. So it's kind of but everybody's freaking out. And that's oh the God. that's the big character moment for um, uh, for Gabe, for Jared. What's his character in the show? Yeah, I don't even know. But uh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're going for him. Well, they, they kill off what I thought was a fairly entertaining, crazy lady in the, the, like the pilot lady. You know, I'm talking about the, the who was acting but not acting. Sarah, it was Sarah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, that was just. It. She had one note, but man, that note was pretty good. <laughs> and, and then, and then, like, they just kept pushing the whole "I'm from VFX" thing. Like, I was like, this is uncomfortable so much. The whole the whole thing yeah. was so bad. It's, uh, not not bad, but just like, what is happening? It's, uh, oh, the actor is Zach Woods. I had to look it up finally. Zach Woods, right. And his character name was Matt, which is probably why I don't remember because it's, uh, yeah, it's just a really normal. basic Matt. name. Um, but they just, yeah, murder and murder. And then they're like, let's do another round. I'm like, that's 15 minutes. Of- <laughs> I I went through a couple weeks where I didn't, uh, I didn't go back to this show because I'm like, man, with the stuff going on now with the quarantine and, and protesters and all that stuff, I'm like, I can't watch. I can't watch people you know mob mentality kind of decision <laughs> i can't that's with that's karen's gonna bum, it's gonna bum me out and 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 stress me out i can't uh, right and do that but, well but they started to get funny and put they started doing situational type funniness yeah as it went on like like the the seeing the pope and uh the the people outside the floating around and every episode and, was something and new. uh and Andy Buckley's character, he plays his character really well, I think. Is that um, is that the the guy from the office? It's David the, Wallace. David Wallace, yeah. Yeah, that's such a weird thing. Like <laughs> him and his wife's relationship. It's like and, he starts I, th- I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago. He starts yeah. out as this like just completely emasculated kind of uh type thing and then, you know, sort of tries to help her when he can and then and then goes through this uh thing where he sees the vision in the in the the waist uh, orbiting the ship uh yeah it's it's crazy i i actually enjoyed the 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 buddy relationship of the like bickering husband with the ex-astronaut guy like when they walk around it was it was one of my like chuckle out loud moments when he was like (laughs) we should make code names for each other i want to be cobra oh you got a cool name (laughs) <laughs> yeah that was that was funny we'll just call you brad like oh i don't want to be brad <laughs> that's some uh some brian and stewie stuff from yeah that that was pretty guy. good so yeah avenue five 
after it's said and done, it has some things that a lot of shows, which I'm I'm kind of pointing to Westworld season three right now, is that has memorable moments. And I think a lot of shows that should be successful, you should look back and say, oh, yeah, that part was good. And, oh, I remember that was a thing. And Avenue 5 has actually a couple of those things. Yeah. Through it. Okay. Hey, let's uh, let's move on to our... Uh, our interesting, speaking of interesting, different things, our uh, 2020 challenge. What do you say? Sure. All right. This week we watched the 2015 uh, Indian action adventure epic, uh, Bahubali. And not we, we didn't say the, the classic word this for the for this one. No, I mean it's from 2015. I don't I don't think right. That's, right. And right. It's, so one of our. Uh, our newer additions to the list. Yeah, but I I would definitely call this one an epic. Um, this is an Indian film, uh, I believe. Um, yeah, Bahubali. Yeah. You know, with with Indian actors and India. So I'm not going to say anyone's name because I'll pronounce it all wrong. Um, yeah, I can't. I, I can't <laughs> say half their names on there. I mean, I, I was uh, trying really hard through the show to like. I want to s- talk about this character, and I'm going to try to remember her name. But I, I just can't. <laughs> right, right. Some of the some of the character names, maybe we could, because they say them, some of them, they say them over and over. But uh, um, yeah, this is another genre, just like Kung Fu, um, that I know almost nothing about. Uh, I've seen, I could count on one hand, the number of Indian slash Bollywood. I actually Bollywood. don't know. Yeah, it's a Bollywood. I thing. don't know if it's yeah. all, like, are all Indian films Bollywood? I don't know. I, I, that's a good question. I mean, I wish I, I, I'll show my, uh, not in my ignorance of Indian film, which is a national or sorry, international, you know, thing. That's a real thing out there. So me not knowing enough about it, is it not a great thing? Indian but. Hindi language film industry based in Mumbai, which was formerly Bombay. Right. So kind of like Hollywood, Bombay, even though they, Hollywood, they, right? Bo- even though they make films in Georgia and in Florida and in everywhere, it's <laughs> mainly based in L.A. And like, this, I feel like there was a different category for this movie. I probably should have looked that up before we started. But uh, regardless, uh, this this movie was on our list. It was somebody's. Um, <laughs> that that felt like a felt like a purd statement you just made there. Sorry, was, I'm 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 still on our half, list. I'm still it's, half reading IMDb while I'm trying. It's, to it's talk, a movie that sh- we saw. I should not do. Um, <laughs> it has 8.1 stars on IMDb, okay. and and it's one of those where you know we talk about the list and how it's a big chunk of it is uh, stuff based on Stephen King. A big chunk of it is Spielberg films. There. A handful of Pixar films, um, you know, all of all of those things, and then a and then a few that that seem like they are whether you want to call that ticking boxes or like here's a style of you know or a whole genre of film that you might have no experience with, and here's you know the one that we picked from that genre, like like Spirited Away for anime or. Um, Enter the Dragon for Kung Fu, um, and so and so that was this. I went I went into this movie with with no expectation, no knowledge whatsoever. I I read the um, 
the little synopsis, which says, In ancient India, an adventurous and daring man becomes involved in a decades-old feud between two warring people. That should maybe be peoples. Peoples, Uh, right. But, yeah, so, like, nothing about this. So I just... I just was able to sit back. I did watch it in two sittings. I watched like the first half sure, yesterday it's afternoon long. and then it's like finished three it. hours. It's, yeah, two and two and a half, two forty. Yeah, so close to three hours long. Um and yeah, I I enjoyed it, but uh do you wanna I've been talking for a while. What did what did you right. say? Yeah, I mean I it's funny, I kinda wanted to sit back and see what you thought and your take on it. Cause I'm, I'm, I don't know what I, I don't know how I think about it. It's kind there, of, it feels like an evolving thing. And I, I will say, here's something I, I definitely wanted to say on the show as the movie was moving through its thing. Mm-hmm. And, and as like, even as it was going on, I kept having these conflicting feelings and thoughts about what I think about this scene or what's happening on screen. And, and I th- kept thinking like, you know, I'm going to have to talk about this. And mm. is this a, how, what are my, are my statements going to be positive or negative about this? And I didn't really know. So I kept, the only thing I, I truly did know that I wanted to say about this, I feel like I'm rambling at saying this, but is that this is the number one, like supporting argument that you have had, like for the entire last year and a half about like, they got onto this poster because it fits a category. Like this is the Bollywood category. Like I, it, there is nothing else like this on the list. There is nothing even close. And I think someone probably said and said a Bollywood needs to be on this list. And what's the best Bollywood movie? And w- and which one? And the, you know, a, a sort of ironic thing is that in IMDb's list of Indian movies, this one is 127. It's not even close to the top rated. Now it's yeah, right. eight, it's 8.1, which is high. So maybe you know it's a niche genre, and the only people who both appreciate Indian films and go on IMDb, you know, have a have a specific kind of taste. Um, I yeah. So I struggled between like what things do I know about about Indian film about I'm. We're going to say Bollywood. I hope that's right. If we're wrong, you know, somebody comment on the website or. or yeah, we don't mean it in um, any kind of different way that we don't know, you know. Yeah, we're not. If if we're wrong about that, that's unintentional. Um, what I knew is that they generally have big, crazy musical numbers with a lot of that, that's, bright, bright that's colors. what I think. You're right. Synchronized dancing, uh, dubbed over uh, that singing audio like old Disney movies. And the action sequences are are ridiculous over the top with no like, well, with with very little um, um, like restrictions based on realism. <laughs> right. If that's okay, a sure. weird way to say that. But like like, uh, you know, they'll have a man just pick up and throw a car and not only will he pick up and throw a car but the car will fly five to ten times further than a car would be able to fly it's like wire fight kind of stuff but just yeah over the top crazy because that's the stuff that i've seen in youtube clips or uh, my family one night were bored and we watched uh, a movie called bride and prejudice which is a bollywood <laughs> okay. adaptation of of the jane austen novel 
Um, and really, as this movie went on, there was not like the action special effects stuff was not that ridiculous, right? Like some okay. of it was over the top, but it was. I don't think it was even mostly to the level of like a crouching tiger kind of thing. Like there were a couple things that were either wires or CGI or whatever. Um, and it was definitely over the top. Like it did not uh, stick within the bounds of realism, but yeah. um, it was not as crazy as I was expecting. Um, and so I appreciated that the, the whole, you sort of start the story in the middle, right? Yeah. And so, so you do all that, you see him sort of climb the mountain and that turns into this sort of chase uh um god goddess kind of thing uh happening, but even before it gets to that, you just see him keep try- trying to climb the mountain and you're like I know how I'm supposed to feel watching this. I've seen this before, right? Yeah. It's it's, you know, Mulan trying to climb the pole, you know, in that movie or any number, you know, it's Rocky training montage. It's it's any of that kind of inspiring music, slow progress um um sure. kind of thing. So that all that all seemed really cool. I was like, okay, this is I'm supposed to just watch this and root for this guy and when he gets when he grabs his hand over the over the thing you know you cheer for him and then he you know he doesn't and he falls and he's got to do it again um and i enjoyed that um i i had a i had a problem knowing how to talk about this because okay i'm going to use the hong kong genre as an example because i am familiar with that okay like when when you watch a, a Hong Kong movie, not sorry, Hong Kong, I should say, like a Kung Fu movie. I'm saying Hong Kong. Kung Fu. A Kung Fu go. movie. Yep. Like, if I came at a Kung Fu movie and I said, oh my God, their English voices don't even match up to the lip syncing at all. Like, they're, they said the English thing and they're still talking. And that's terrible. And how bad is this? You know? Sure. Or if I said... Why is it that every time they fight, only one of them attacks them at the same time? This is so unbelievable. And he does like six cartwheels before he kicks a guy and the guy, <laughs> you know, flies across the screen. How dumb is that? Like, if mm-hmm. I said that, that would that's totally legit and makes sense. But that is a kung fu movie and that is exactly what makes it a kung fu movie. If it didn't have that, it wouldn't be a kung fu movie. So with this movie, that's what I... I'm struggling with how to comment about because I don't know how to to say I don't like this or I do like this if that's supposed to be how it is. And by removing that, that would make it not that. Mm. Okay. And, and I'm gonna I'm what I'm one of the biggest thing that I point to is okay. The, so that's uh, your you're you're setting up your your disclaimer. It's like and <laughs> that was a long disclaimer, gonna, but that's going to be true for both of us. Like we don't I don't think either of us have any you know, real depth of knowledge or experience with Bollywood or Indian films, which yeah. one falls into. So if I say something like, I didn't like this thing and it's, and it's terrible, or I really like this and, and they, and people say, well, yeah, it's Bollywood. Like 
I, I don't know that, right? Like yeah. I, I'm unfamiliar with that. So yeah. I'm so, only coming at so, my so that's, next statement. That's that we, we've established that and we're going to try and, you know, come in and approach just from our impressions, reactions to it coming from that. Okay. So that being said, I'm going to tear into one thing right away. It's like, okay, I, I had to watch this in three chunks. Okay. Once I watched it and I couldn't, I, I, I enjoyed it. And then I, didn't like it at all and then i and then i enjoyed it and i didn't like it at all and then i'm like i didn't like it at all enough that i'm like i need to turn this off because i'm really not liking it at all period and then i came back later when i realized that i could like okay i can take more of this what i don't like um and then keep uh keep watching it through and then it was late and i'm like god it's only an hour into this like okay <laughs> now i and they're now just starting a whole story and they're like now let's talk about the backstory and i'm like Oh God, this is a whole movie now. I've got you know two two more hours to go, mm-hmm. uh, so I had to stop it again, and then I sat through and and got through, and and that's the when I come through to this at the end of it, that's yes, it's definitely a knock on the the movie, but I enjoyed the movie as a whole, mm-hmm. but the parts that made me crazy are maybe some of the things that make it Bollywood, and I'm going to say the number one thing is that I'm watching a pop music video. Like it was like they made a full leak feature film of it. <laughs> like every time they would go into a seriously a VH1 behind the you know the music mm. music video, and it was ridiculous. I'm like, what? This is why am I watching a four minute? You know, they're dancing to a music thing, and it was really really distracting to me. Sure. Some, sometimes it was it furthered the plot. Other times it really did not. Uh, it was just so much extra, and again, I think that's a Bollywood thing. But I yeah. wanted, I like he. Okay, I'm, I'm thinking when when he finds the girl, and he does some interesting things up top, where like he paints on her hand, and like I'm really getting into it. I like this guy; he's like yep. a, a yeah. demigod, and I'm, mm-hmm. it's cool and it's awesome. And she's interesting, and they're very stylized and different in their own acting and whatever it is. Cool. And then all of a sudden they go into, like I said, a VH1, I'm going to seduce you <laughs> video. And I'm like, that, this is so bad, you know? And she's, I, it's not I even in character. Of... She's like, all of a sudden this soft thing, like, look, he puts makeup on her eyes and on her lips. And now she's <laughs> like, I'm a beautiful woman now. I'm like, whoa, this is not that character at all. This is just a music video that you're trying to show me now. That I kind of, as it started, I was like, okay, here's that Bollywood thing or at least one of them that that I've that I've not that I've only been seeing sprinkles of up to this point like him chasing was it the same girl the same actress with the butterflies that he's chasing up the mountain I do not think so I don't I think, think so I didn't think so either I thought that was supposed to be a representation of Shiva um, yes, I think so too. The, the river goddess, or whatever it was, yeah. the the yeah water mountain goddess. I don't know. Yeah, I, something. I, I yeah. Also, don't know anything about uh, Hindu um, right. pantheon. Right. Um, right. But yeah, and so it got to that point, and I was like, okay, cool. This is a thing. I think I got to a point where I was like, uh, if I had known how long this was, I probably could have skipped forward because I'm like, this is fine. Yes. Um, yes. I. I actually liked her look better with the uh, like the pants and the and the warrior kind of thing. Yeah, because I thought that was interesting. Like she's very attractive and she's the love interest, but she's still like strong and fierce, you know, in her own way without just being a a man. 
right? A, a woman right. playing a male character. Um, and I know they were kind of playing on the whole mask thing, but I'm like, wait, what's the mask? Is it that she's pretty and attractive? Like, I, it just felt, <laughs> it just felt wrong. And then it doesn't really matter. Like, it, it doesn't do, it, matter. It doesn't really matter. It's in retrospect, it feels to me like, um, like a Disney anime, especially the ones that I know of from the '90s, where like just randomly Simba in Lion King breaks down in a song and there's all this weird he's jumping all over the animals and and stuff it really is like a music video in the middle of a movie but oh, it is so much a little do, jarring it, to see that they, in a in a live action and uh, they do that movie. several times it's not all the time but in a three-hour movie it's a lot and and I was like oh my god here's another one after that's like the, the second or third one the I did start one skipping. that I remembered and then there's one in the city when he shows up. Yeah, yeah. There's there's forget, just several. I forget even even. So where again, the other ones so much were. that I was like, I could skip this, and, and it's literally not going to be. And even if it does do some kind of plot development, it's only in the sen- the case in the purview, the scope of that music video. It's not. It does not going to affect anything of the show because it feels like they make the movie, and then they has said this scene is going to be blocked out for a music video and this yeah, scene's going to th- be blocked out for a music I video. I think part of um and and maybe that's another one of those sort of things where like like you have to you don't have to but in that in that market in that culture um you do a thing that way so that it can be implied that they sleep together but you don't have to show anything. It's all very incredibly vague. Like I have know, no idea. The, the lions. Can you feel the love tonight? Kind of maybe kind of, I, type I, thing. I will say probably something that doesn't help it is that it's, it was subtitled sure. and they, they don't rhyme in any way. The English translations, <laughs> right, right. right. And they don't, they don't match up to what like they'll say, it'll say a one word thing. I'll see on there like flowing down the river, seeing yeah, just where it, the, it was where the translation doesn't doesn't, it doesn't go straight it across. doesn't match up and it, the the idea the what it's trying to get across doesn't come across you know floating river spirit jumping waterfall i'm like okay <laughs> yeah, the, these are i the, think these are the phrases that probably have meaning work. i think for some of those for some of those scenes i just watched it i was like whatever they're saying doesn't matter i'm gonna watch what they're doing and if they're you know looks and and body language and stuff because i don't need the lyrics of this song they're not helping Um, yeah right again so yeah you watching that's where i came back to this whole like it's a music video because you can do that with like modern in last 20 years um, vh1 music videos you can actually just not listen to what's being said and watch the the little video that's being played it's kind of like watching Mm -hmm. thriller it's it's a, a a movie in its own type thing you don't actually have to listen to the words that are being said because it doesn't matter uh, right. So, yeah, that leads me to the second thing that was a little bit more difficult for me. And I hate saying this, but, like, I have sometimes had problems with subtitles. And in this one, I did. Because okay. they the way I think Indian speaks is very quick. Mm-hmm. So they the words were flying at a very fast pace. Mm-hmm. And this is such a visual movie. There is yeah. so much in every single scene. Like, there is not a minute where there is something not visually happening. Right. So I, I could not, it was really, really tough for me. Like I want to, I'm following this, but I feel like I'm missing 
everything yeah, that they're showing. That's true. It's like to go back to another long subtitled movie we watched, uh, Seven Samurai. Um, that movie also like often had a lot of things happening on screen, but in a more you know Japanese style of letting things breathe like stuff just for takes sure a while sure. there's not a lot happening but there's also not uh the, there's also often no dialogue during those scenes so you can just watch you know the guy running up the hill or running across to try and save the guy and, sh- and shaving his head like there's no dialogue for you to read you can just experience those scenes and that um that blocking that cinematography um where yeah, in this movie, even when it's just him climbing up the mountain, there's a song going, and we've got the lyrics to the song coming across on the... Which, I get it, is intentional. It's supposed to be like... Um, what am I thinking of? Uh, Prince of Egypt? I I thought... I think that's the movie I'm thinking of. He has a song called Go the Distance, where he's yeah, climbing sure. climbing up a something. Reminded me of that, or um, the the Disney Tarzan movie with um, the, that Phil Collins music over it. Like the music is important and the words are part of it, but the words being translated did, did make that a little difficult. Yeah. And they're, and they're, they're done in a cultural, like the, the songs are in a, the phrasing is in a cultural kind of way. Right. Like I said, like saying uh long swallow, shallow dove, means that that means something different in Chinese than it does in American. Right, we just see it right. as a thing and they mean it means like vitality and freshness and whatever when you say those things. So yeah. when they just if, say a song, I don't or if you get just that. or if you just quoted something like if, you know, if if somebody put if somebody put amber waves of grain in the lyrics to some other song, like every American gets that symbolism. Like that's just a culture. Exactly. Right, you say have. amber waves of grain to somebody in India, they 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 just see an, like a color like, and, okay, and okay, a wheat field. What are you trying to say? Yeah, what are you trying to say? Right. So that good analogy, Dennis. Right. So that happened often that it was very difficult for me to follow, and and then there was just flat out street things that I just don't get. Like she's walking across the the going to the at the end the big fight the mother is going with this fire on her head to the temple and they keep saying like stop her before she does something like a phrase uh some kind of ritual or something that i have it's an indian ritual i think but i don't know so there was several things that they're talking about that i don't customs and things that i I am completely unfamiliar with i don't think i know what you're talking about yeah, yeah, you have to go back and watch it. Like they they talk about like uh, breaking the bridge so that she can't complete this thing. She can't get to the temple and do this this thing. Um, and what she's going to is she's going to to put the fire in the the pyre the, the funeral pyre. But I don't know why they keep saying like to stop her is the big thing or whatever. And why and in mm-hmm. and the and the the ritual that she's going to do. I, there was several times like that when, when they're they're talking about you know. Um, they're in the palace and how he can't talk or do things and how he can't, she can't, the, the, the wife or girlfriend can't do certain things. Like I'm unfamiliar with any of those kind of terms or how that works out or oh, why they're I, doing it. The, why is the queen saying. mother in charge, but she's not the queen mother. She's somebody else. And 
how does she, she get to do things you know she was i think she was the king's sister or sister-in-law right and, and then how come the king can like order a death but without her saying something or doing something like it i just again it's, it's cultural like she's things not that the king but she has the ser- yeah the the story so the the first act is very light on story but it doesn't really matter right like you're like there's this guy and he's a big deal or he's yeah, gonna he's a be big a big deal de- like he's clearly the one the chosen one he's stronger than everybody and you get that with these big yeah um i kept i kept trying to trying to think trying to decide whether this and it's a little bit of both i think was my ultimate conclusion i was like is this is this the indian version of a marvel movie like a comic book movie? oh they, absolutely that was going to be my next comment mixed, was like, mixed this with is a little bit indian of superhero a little bit of um indian lord of the rings yes right yes, it's all that. it's just yes. big massive special effects like he picks up that thing and he's got like a a not bracelet but whatever like around his bicep and it just you know breaks apart in slow motion i was like okay yeah. that made me smile because i'm like okay i get what i'm i see what i'm getting here this is this is captain america flexing to hold oh, that, that sure. helicopter in place like uh-huh. we're getting the epic moment right here in the first like 10 minutes of this movie <laughs> i i kept i kept thinking like at times i think i think dennis will really like this movie and then all of a sudden, it was like, it's so heavy on, like, Marvel action scenes. I thought, like, well, maybe Dennis won't like this movie at all. And then maybe he will like this movie because this makes sense. I had no idea how that was going to so play the, out. the middle, probably the middle was the most confusing, like, all yeah, over the very place. confusing. Like, I understood. When they talk about Bahubali, the actual, their old senior. Once, well, even before that, like, him going up the mountain, I understood. the The girl and her, like, band of... You know, they're like Robin Hood, sort of, but they want to save this princess. Like, yeah. that I all understood. And then the introduction of the princess and her, maybe... I thought she was his mother, but... Yeah, I had no idea that whole middle like, thing was so I got lost on that later, but for a while I was like, okay, I understand who she is. Like, she's, she's maybe his mother, but also a kind of... Um, not witch, but like like doomsayer kind of thing i guess i guess right and you and you've got this uh you know you've got the guy who's the king now um and he is you know is bad like you get pretty clearly that he's bad it was interesting i don't know if you noticed this um whenever there was violence happening to an animal they had a tag in the corner that said CGI. Did you see that? Oh, I did not notice that. No, I did not. That's funny. I not- I noticed it when he was wrestling the bull, maybe because I watched this at my computer. But it was then, it was when he put the snake on her when she had her bow. Um, yeah. Anytime a horse fell over or um, something like that, there could be all kinds of random violence to people, and that was fine. But whenever there was violence to an animal, they had a tag on there to show you that this is CGI. It's not a real bull. He's wow. I didn't see that. Hand. That makes sense, but that's, that's um, quite wild. It's a funny, well, I, th- that, I think that's that, going to be that, some uh, kind of censorship. Oh, sure. Uh, I, I think that like, as we're trying to struggle to say and get across is that like, there was so much that was very confusing and it had to do with some cultural things, some 
the way that it's the stories are told. Okay, and then there's other then there's other parts. Like on one hand, I saw I am an action, you know, scene guy. Mm-hmm. Several action scenes that were amazing. Like that is cool as heck. Like I, I still think Bahubali is the coolest dude. Like that dude is like oh yeah. He would have over the top scenes where he's like his shirt is off and is above him, and it it uh, reminded me of things like Three Hundred and stuff. Like mm-hmm. oh yeah. Although he has a weird mustache, like this dude is <laughs> super awesome, badass demigod Hercules, right? You get, like, just, you get cool. just a little bit of the uh, the different uh, cultural cultural standards for for attractiveness in the you know, <laughs> right, right. different gender. But then, because but then the, also also he and not so much him, but the the elder, the senior Bahubali, and his brother, half brother, however that worked. They look really similar, right? They, like, they do. And I, I I'm, think that I'm not the, just the saying like one. like they're both Indian, so they look sim- but they're like no, they, they're, similar, similar height and build and facial hair and hairstyle and all of that. Right, right. I, I think that, and I, I'm probably gonna. I think it's Baladeva. I think is is the the king's name. He he is like when he's older, he definitely looks different than than Bahubali. Right. But but obviously Bahubali is senior and junior are played by the same actor. Right. So that that's pretty easy to tell. Um but yeah, when he they they put like white in his hair and he has a different his hairstyle beard, like yeah. then he then it's easier, but for a while there it's, it was difficult to to know the two. Um also, I thought that uh the the king and um Bahubali's like a, a, a senior advisor but like best friend buddy were very similar in how they looked. So that was confusing a little bit to me because uh, I kept oh, getting yeah, confused yeah. with his, his half brother with his his friend. Right. Um, so but anyway, so there, there's that those scenes that are like, oh, man, that is super cool. And there are a lot of those like really cool scenes that like that is amazing. I, I'm going to point out that like when they've got chains on his hands and they've got that huge ball and chain thing fight like that was super cool right mm-hmm. uh even like the fighting the bull is pretty neat but then the, in the very next shot it's the most corniest thing i've ever seen in the world <laughs> you're like that is awful that's straight out of evil dead 2 and sure. you know he, he's doing a, a a a dance in the middle of something you're like what right. what what is happening and then the next scene you see this gorgeous elephant that they're, the boat is going underneath to of the city that's the most amazing, coolest city ever. Yeah. Like, realistic CGI stuff. And then the very next shot is the most corniest photoshopped <laughs> head, golden head that is literally floating down a river. Right. And you're like, who did this? Did you, let your, did you let your high school son do this one on the weekend? You know? I mean, the, the budget for this was massive. It was like $16 million. Right. Well, they spent it on one guy that's really good and the other guy Maybe. that was not so good, right? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so it's a billion. real – Coming kind of around with it, it's a real – I still have a mixed feeling on this one because it's really bad. And so many – if I was just judging it by like a American normal movie, it's really bad in some scenes. And then it's really good Marvel-level quality of awesomeness. Yeah. I so, mean, for for me, the big the big like – memorable once they got into the flashback story i was like okay there's some politics going on here that i don't understand but that would be the same with anything like if i had watched lord of the rings without having read the books there would definitely be parts of those movies that i would be lost 
like, what sure. is going on? I thought the elves were on their side. Um, right. And so, like, you're going to have that. But they get into the battle, and I'm like, okay, so they're going to flank him from both sides. That makes sense. Um, it was interesting that the none of the bad guys' stuff was translated, and so you're just left to the translators and just to understand from the way that they're talking uh, uh, how it works. And then you've got this thing. You're like, okay, brother against brother. Got it. This is a, this is a well-known, a well-known sort of story. And then Mm -hmm. they get into the actual battle and the two moments for me, when, um, when dude goes out in his chariot and he's got this blade out in front of it. (laughs) That was over the top. I was like, I was like, that is ridiculous, but that is awesome. You're like, that, yeah, Bahubali's right? doing this thing. He's just gonna. He's got spears and he's gonna fight, fight, fight. And this other guy's like, "What up? I got. I'm using a little technology here." I'm like, "Yeah, I can <laughs> see that. That's a that's a, a you know tale as old as time." Uh, oh um, my god! Like uh, I will brains say that versus it, brawn kind of thing. Oh and man. then, um, and then they set up the thing with the tents. I'm like, "What's he doing with those tents?" And then the the battle gets going, and I'm like, "Okay, I've forgotten about those tents." And then they. <laughs> They do those catapults, and the the catapults are kind of I disappointing. Mean, the catapults, oh my god! Right, like right. They do what is happening? They do all this stuff with arrows and troops, and then the catapults go, and they just roll this ball out there. I'm like, why does the ball have a handle on it? Well, whatever. It goes out there. It sort of breaks apart, and I'm like, man, I expected that to be, uh, to be bigger than that. Like it just sort of rolled out there and threw dust at these guys. And yeah. then he brings out the tents and and does that thing, and I'm like, "What? What is this? What is he going <laughs> to accomplish by this?" And I'm like, "I mean, I guess it's going to sort of fall on top of him and and sow chaos." And then it does, right? It like trips some guys, and then they're all covered with it, and like the guy cuts through it with the sword because that's what I imagine. Like it lands on top of him, he cuts <laughs> through it. It's just fabric, but then. He's cut through it, but he's still surrounded by other guys who are underneath him. Like, it's still a mess. And then, after all of that satisfaction, he pulls out the flaming arrow. And I'm like, oh, now I get it. He's doing all that, and now he's going to light them all on fire. That's amazing. Jeez. I got to say, the best way to describe, like, what this movie... The one scene that describes the, the... Craziness and coolness and stupidity all in one scene is when Bahubali pulls down a, a like a palm tree and him and four troops with tower shields get on the palm tree and then they let it go and they like form their shields up into a cannonball in the middle of the air and they blast through the wall and land in a, the coolest pose ever. And you're like... <laughs> what just happened and what is even going on and then you're like wow oh it's because it's bahubali no 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 wait his entire army is going to do the exact same thing like what is what this is this show is over the top i gotta say if i described this show to somebody i would say you know what take your 15 year old nephew and have him write a script and have him actually describe every cool scene he wants to do and then make that movie because that's what this is. Like, he's going to go watch some, some TV, and he's going to watch some VH1 movies, and he's going to put his favorite videos in there. He's going to do the coolest fight scenes ever, 
and he's going to say a bunch of one-liners, right? And then he's going, oh yeah, throw in a couple politics in there. Uh, my favorite scene, by the way, was when uh, the original Bahu Bali goes in to defend his wife from being hit on, and she's in chains, and she he tells her like, no, you were wrong. You don't. Uh, just stab a guy for, or cut off his fingers for touching you. And then he just slices his head off. I was like, that is the coolest scene I have seen in a long time. <laughs> Bahubali is the man. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't know. Final thoughts on this one. Um, I, I don't know that I would put this on a top 100 movie. There, there is, it, maybe it's the, the number one coolest, best, awesome Bollywood movie ever. And it has some amazing, cool scenes that are I've never seen anywhere else. So maybe that's worth it. But if it would, it'd be ninety-five to a hundred. Like it'd be. Sure. I don't know where for me personally. It's just me. It's definitely but, in that. Like if you're making your top hundred list versus making your like, oh, I've never seen this. I should see one of those. Obviously, neither of us are qualified at all to say like. If there's some oh, yeah. some better one out there, right, I will say right. um, that I, at some point, I'm going to watch the sequel because it ended on a <laughs> ridiculous cliffhanger, and I want to find out what happens. Although, hearing you describe stuff, you definitely described stuff that I don't remember seeing. So, I mean, it's a long movie. I probably, you know, like, tabbed over into Discord a couple times, and I'm like, at, at some point, you just get overloaded on how much crazy... Well, that's that's the thing. Slash ridiculous stuff is happening. I wasn't kidding when I said that I I I'm missing everything by reading. Like every single even even scenes where it's just Bahubali sitting there or Shiva to say who it is. Like even he's just sitting there, he's got this smirk and the wind is blowing (laughs) in his hair and he's in a heroic pose and he's just saying a word and you're like, the visual is so important. I wonder if it's better. I mean, not better, but I wonder if it's more watchable in an English dub. I, I, I looked for the English dub so that I could like just take in the visual feast, but I didn't see any that, see that I was one, no. seeing. But but I would I would enjoy just being able to watch it and enjoy that much. So, yeah, I don't know. I You're right, Dennis. I don't know if there's other Bollywood things, but... Again, I don't know if it fit in my top 100, but if someone said, like, hey, I watched some Bollywood movies, I'd be like, you got to watch Bahubali. That guy is badass. Like, <laughs> I would definitely say that, right? Yeah, I mean. But I don't know if, if it'd be with, top 100. With the re- like, I, I enjoyed it. I had fun with it. It's some combination of uh, Disney animated feature, Marvel movie, and epic Lord of the Rings style uh, adventure story. Um, with you know with, what you just said, some of the biggest things ever in all film. Yeah, and so right. it's weird. Right. <laughs> it's weird to sort of mix those together, and it's definitely got its uh, Indian cinema, you know, quirks. But um, oh, and know. and can I say we're we're, we're kind of given some good things about it. I want to say one other little kind of negative thing to to really someone who's never seen this and still with us here. Like, there's also scenes where they're standing at court and a very serious scene is happening. They're going to kill somebody and they're going to kill Bahubali. And then all of a sudden that it does like a dolly zoom on the queen mother and her eyeballs are the size of dish saucers. And she's like, everybody's like, and they all like, just because she turns her head and looks really weird. And like, it's so terrible and awful that you're like, (laughs) all of it is like this. There's so much that's so terrible and awful. But so much that's so crazy over the top good. So, yeah, yeah it's yeah, it's. I mean, for us having no, no uh, um, 
sort of context on this genre uh you know weird weird sort of all over the place but even weird with that i yeah. i found plenty to to enjoy in it for i would agree for, with that i would agree with that is. i found enough to enjoy but i i did not think that i i wish i tell you what i again if this was an american film i would the first thing i'd be saying was like hey there's like an hour you could easily edit out of this thing and i would have not wasted an hour of my time mm. but so yeah i wish that i could have skip knowing now what i know now i would use the run p app type thing to just skip like certain episodes <laughs> sure you know, sure 15 minutes and then i think with those out i would watch this again just for fun right sure. and it definitely like you said with maybe an english dub to see what it's like and maybe actually get to see some visual things i missed on on the first go right oh man what what a what an experience that was if if all of Bollywood is like that, then I should probably at least start watching a few more Bollywood. Check, check out check out a few other ones, um, right? I watched so uh, next week. Um, I pushed off Gangs of New York. No, not Gangs of New York. Um, the Intouchables because that is a French film that I believe also oh, is okay. subtitled. Uh, we're going to go back to another uh, possible classic. Um, 12 Angry Men. I have not seen this movie. No, I haven't either. This is from 1957. It has 8.9 on IMDb, and it's 96 minutes long. So, you know, fully okay. fully the other way. Um, but again, another old, old classic. Uh, speaking also of, of things, older things or things with subtitles, um, I watched a movie sort of randomly um i'd heard uh ken jennings mention it on the omnibus podcast which is a podcast i listen to he does with john roderick where they talk about random uh things esoterica as they call it ken jennings is the guy who broke all those jeopardy records back in the early 2000s maybe late 90s okay i don't know if you recognize that name but he mentioned this movie um it's called the umbrellas of cherbourg Okay. Um, it's a French musical that I think maybe was trying to be in the style of the American musicals and the t- at the time in the early 60s. Um, I think it's from 64. Um, and it's a it's a romantic tragedy sort of. Ooh, okay. That sounds um, terrible for me, <laughs> not for everybody. For me, you know me, right? It's yeah. it's it's got some big emotion, and it's it's got a strange. Well, it's got a handful of strange quirks. Um, the the visual design is is way over the top sixties, like Technicolor to the max, and yeah. there is no talking. It's it's one hundred percent sung, and it's music from that's a that's an opera then right maybe and i mean an opera the defining characteristic of an opera is that they they sing every line okay so so yeah that could be and it's also foreign language um obviously with subtitles and the music is this like there's a there's a specific term for it that that ken used on the podcast i'm not going to remember it now but it's a specific kind of jazz like that you heard a lot in this time, like the 50s, 60s. Um, and 
that's a little strange as well. I don't know. It's it's a hard one for me to recommend. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, but I could see why people wouldn't. There's a lot of reading. Um, <laughs> okay. The, the story is kind of melancholy, bittersweet. It's not tragic in the sense of like Romeo and Juliet kind of thing. But right. if... If at some point you're ever in the mood for some for a musical with subtitles, um, I, that's I, a good one. I did watch the whole thing, unlike uh, Cats, which I turned off after the first <laughs> song. Um, I was like, I, I, I love that you you did wholeheartedly admit on air that you watched Cats or at least parts of it. So that's that's yeah, brave. Yeah, it's I, very I, brave I, of you. I'm, I found it. I found it on a on a friend's plex, and I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if the, I'm. You know, there's so much talk about it. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta see. I watched the first song, and I was like, this is so weird. It's just so weird. I'm like, <laughs> I can't, I can't what, watch. Was it? This. Was it really? Was it? Man, you should have told me this. We could have spent at least a little bit of time me asking you questions. But geez. oh yeah, I, I don't know. I I'm, I, I did not realize. That, I'm okay. still hoping to get it through in a in a group watch Thursday night uh, type thing. If I mean. Oh man, I, I don't it's, know. If That's... it's small enough group that it's actually watchable, but it's so like, I feel like I need at least one other person to sort of suffer <laughs> through it with me to to make well, that experience. You should get our buddy while. Aaron to, to do that with you. Is what, what you yeah, should do. Yeah. Right. Hey, uh, in the last like five minutes we got, and I want to talk about this next week probably, but okay. uh, you, I'm, I'm doing this because you brought it up. Um, you yep. had texted me a couple days ago about wanting to watch this show called Upload. Uh, and it's on Amazon Prime, right? Uh, yeah, it's it's Amazon Prime. It's um it's made by Greg Daniels, yeah. uh, creator of The Office and Parks and Rec. And and we 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 don't want to talk about all of it. And no, I just watched. I did watch one episode. I, I would like to talk about it the longer, like when I watch more of it, like the, mm-hmm. the rest of it. Um, but just touching on it, the last bit, kind of a impromptu time to bring this up for us so we we can talk more about next week i I like this so far so much i watched this with sydney and i like it a whole lot at least for the very first episode and sydney is super hooked i had it on my radar because i'd i'd heard about it i'm listening to the office ladies podcast um and they had greg daniels on and he he you know mentioned it um in passing and i was like oh i gotta check that out and then amazon dropped it and it's this binge style right where the whole thing is on Amazon Prime right now, which I was not expecting. Oh wait, is um, is it like a canceled series that's not on anymore? No, that makes me sad. Okay. no, it's just. I mean, it's dropped all at once, like strange. Oh, I see. Okay. And so I actually I mentioned it to you, and then that first night, I think I watched three episodes, and I don't normally do that, but this was so like, it just led one episode into the next. Um, the premise of this show is it's some time in the future 20 30 years in the future and um the technology has been developed that the people on the internet call the singularity um we have the technical capability to upload a person's consciousness into a simulation right so when you die you when go you to die, this computer simulation you, yeah you get uploaded into this afterlife and it's and it's not like the Matrix you're thinking of. It's like it's like a beautiful resort spa that you live in from here to eternity, or depending on that's what we know of for the only one we've seen. 
Right. Right. Um, so and so there's a little bit of the good place. There's a little bit of oh, true, yeah, sure. Um, okay. Maybe like altered carbon or some other kind of, uh, you know, black mirror kind of um, uh, uh, like like premise, but much more, much more comedic, and and maybe maybe like Avenue Five, leaning a little bit toward the dark comedy. Sure. Yeah. Like, it's. Uh, Silicon Valley kind of stuff, but but still very lighthearted. Like I said, Sydney watched it. She's fourteen, uh, and it was. I mean, there was a few spots like was it okay for her to watch this? But besides that, it really wasn't terrible. And uh, it's it's very it feels very lighthearted. It's very likable, and and obviously the good place is the bar. I'm glad you you mentioned that. It's, that's the the bar of all these things, but. Uh, this is this sounds in the very first episode has a good feeling to it. I love 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 all the special effects and that like they have tons of cool sci-fi futuristic world things mm-hmm. and then and then the little jokes that they have in the afterlife place what they they call like heaven um is right. is great. They talk about the 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 looping gif for the water and then the the glitching mm-hmm. things and the orbit ads and like again it's one of those shows that if you were thinking about watching it with us, which we're going to start watching, or I'm going to watch the rest of it this week, uh, it's it, you can't ask questions. It's not one of those like they're going to tell you the technology behind it, or they're going to really get into the nitty gritty like a, a alter, altered carbon or something. There, it's just fu- kind of enjoyable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I'm 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 happy that that you recommended that one. I would have totally not seen that before, and it's pretty fun. We'll, we'll talk about that next week. How's that? Okay. Cool. Cool. Well, I think we we got it this week. We uh, got some yeah. Bahubali under our belts, some Herculean demigods. Yep, I don't have any. I don't really playing any games. I I think we talked before the show. I've been playing Final Fantasy fourteen again, which nothing new there. Yeah. Um, I did I did buy the the newer expansions, but I'm not up to the point of playing those. I did um, get to order an Oculus Quest. Wait, wait, wait! You didn't tell me that. No, I didn't. I didn't know if you had seen that on the, on the Discord or not. I, found I had not a, seen that on the Discords. I saw an email promotion, whatever news, news story that that GameStop was doing a, a new, you know, pre-order thing where you could get them like by the end of May, um, and I looked at that and I was like, I don't know, end of May, and the only way you could buy it was with this case, and it's like forty dollar case, and I'm like it's probably worth it, but I don't know, you know, I've been on the fence about this thing. Yeah, yeah, um, sure. But I found a website that has a Discord that watches for certain products or or types of product um and sends alerts when they're in stock. That's how I know that webcam webcams are out of stock everywhere because they have a category for webcams. Um and also hand sanitizer because it's COVID times. Yeah, it's um, COVID times, right. But they had channels for both uh the Quest and the Rift, Oculus Rift. Um, and so I put a watch, you know, I put a notification thing on and the, and they would basically Walmart oddly would, um, they would, it would come in stock on, on walmart.com and then they would send out another alert, like 15 minutes later out of stock again. So like just for these little windows, it, it would be in stock. And so I caught one of those. Uh, Sunday afternoon, I think, or maybe 
even earlier in the weekend. Do you, do you which one did you get? Did you get there's the, of the two versions? The 64. Okay, sure. Um, I was a little on the fence with that one as well, but like I've two pretty decent uh, PCs and I plan to do a fair amount of Steam sort of stuff with the camera. Ah, not sure, enough, yeah. Not right, enough yeah. to get the Rift, but I'm like, yeah, that's that's probably fine. I don't need to pay for the no, it, all that stuff is not put onto the quest, so you don't you don't need right. to have that. I mean, if you're just playing it through Steam, yeah. So yeah. so we'll see. I might you know come back next week and say, yeah, the order didn't go through. They can't you know sort of. But I haven't heard any of that yet. So if that happens and I get one of those, then um, I'll have maybe more to talk about with that. Well, that's 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 exciting news. Now now I gotta yeah. now we're gonna have to start talking about VR games that we play because like that's a legit. As I yeah, discovered, I, I know you guys did a there. big, uh, you guys did a big Star Trek bridge simulator thing without me. Yeah, that that thing is get. I mean, more and more I play that, I want to play it more and more. So, but that's nice. that's even feels like it's a a game light. The some of the VR games that I've been playing lately that that feels like mm-hmm. VR light compared to some like others sure. are full fleshed real games that are like God of War type, you know, right, experiences. Right. Uh, so it'll be yeah. interesting to talk to you about how interesting some of that is experienced to you. So. I'm, cool. I'm also still, I'm also still working on the house. Got some, mm-hmm. got some mm-hmm. windows, more paint and trim, and got our got our big list of of stuff that's still still hanging out there. I think I mentioned the counters; um, those have to be uh, finished, you know, oiled and everything before they can get installed. And got family, some of my family coming in next weekend, so. Um, probably have some limited limited availability there but maybe we'll we'll get some more board games yeah well we're, now, we're, now we're now we're gonna games. have to like make um, a point of talking about a game so that i can see what you think of the games it's it's hard to it's funny when we talk about games in vr with somebody who can't experience the game it's yeah. difficult to talk about yeah it really is because because you're like do you get what i'm it always gives that feeling like, do you really know what i'm talking about like <laughs> you know yeah, so I mean, we talked about it after ICGCon because I got to I got to try, I got to play that Darth Vader thing and right, uh, right, and some of that kind of stuff. But yeah, we'll see. Fingers crossed that I don't cool. get my order canceled and refunded, and <laughs> <laughs> have to wait till the end of May. All right. Cool. Uh, once again, next week, Twelve Angry Men, and then I think the week after that, I started to say this. We pushed off Gangs of New York. I think we're going to get our buddy Fox back to talk about. Uh, Talk about that. Oh, movie. Gangs of New York. Oh, that's one it. of his, one of his favorites. Oh, cool. Well, cool. you've been listening to the Front Porch. This is episode one hundred and forty-one. Thanks as always to our friends at Geeks College Movie News and LRM Online. If you like Star Trek role playing or Star Trek role playing, you can check out our other show. It is called Klingons and Dragons. That's at klingonsdragons.com. It's not safe for work. Uh, if you have questions, comments, tell us everything that we are ignorant about regarding Indian slash Bollywood film. Oh, yeah. yeah you can reach reach out to us via email at frontporchpod at gmail.com or on our website, frontporchpodcast.com. Use those contact forms there. It's really easy. Uh, if you enjoy the show, you can subscribe, Overcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the places. Thanks always for joining us. Until next time, I'm Dennis. And I'm Michael. The Front Porch. Night, everybody. See you next time.